The evil of corruption reaches into every corner of the world. Corruption lies at the heart of the most urgent problems we face. Welcome to Confidential Brief, where Chad Thomas takes you into the stories behind the issues facing our society. It's just past the midday mark on this, the 4th of December, uh, the 4th of January, listen to me, 4th of January 2021. At least I got the year right, and it's a happy new year to all of our listeners. Uh, sadly, we did not leave COVID behind us in 2020. It's still very much with us in 2021, and as such, we are still broadcasting remotely. So I'd like to apologize in advance if there's any technical glitches. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm chatting to my very first guest, For 2021, in the hot seat today is Neil De Beer, the president and founder of the United Independent Movement. We'll be back straight after this. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Hi FM has signed a code of conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that is fair, and programming that is not harmful to children does not amount to hate speech or the description of gratuitous violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa at P.O. Box 412365 Craig Hall 2024. That's the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. P.O. Box 412365, Craig Hall 2024, or send an email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. For more information, please visit www.bccsa.co.za. Want to get behind-the-scenes photos? See what happens in studio. Miss the documentary. History will not give the Jewish people another chance. Benjamin Netanyahu at war. Follow High FM on Facebook and Twitter, where we post the links just for you. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief live on 101.9 FM in Johannesburg and streaming worldwide on highfm.com. Today we get to chat to Neil De Beer. He's the president and founder of the United Independent Movement. Neil's no stranger to the media and to politics. He'll be sharing with us his unique insight into the current status quo in South Africa with regards to many things. We're going to talk about racial equality, or should we say racial inequality, poverty, crime, and the prospects of investments in South Africa. You can also join the conversation. You can SMS us on 34519, or you can tweet us at highfm. Neil, a very big New Year welcome to you. Very happy New Year to you and your listeners, Chad, and uh, absolutely a privilege and an honor to speak to you. After so long, we've been trying. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us and for being our very first guest for 2021. And let's just hope that 2021 pans out into a better year than 2020. But 2020 wasn't a bad year for you. You decided to take the bull by the horns and found a whole new organization with a defined agenda. Tell us a little bit more about the United Independent Movement. Yeah, Chad, I think 2020 um, has been a year of, I think, mixed emotion. I think this country and so many others are now rearing itself for what we will call a second and, and hopefully not a third wave. But uh, this country buries a 2020 and reopens a 2021 with so many other challenges and 
I think the greatest achievement for me in 2020 was the opening of my eyes, the understanding where our nation is. And after being 32 years serving government in and out, being a member of the ruling party, fighting for its freedom, I think I came to the point where in 2020 I decided that I would factually leave business, my international companies, and that I would enter the framework of politics in 2020. And that is the decision that I and several leading businessmen and women and many citizens in this country took a decision that we would start a movement after it was declared in a constitutional court case that the law will change that an independent adult South African would be able to, in 2024, enter Parliament as an independent candidate. And that was the decision that I took. It wasn't an easy decision, Chair, to leave the ANC membership after more than 27 years serving the ANC as a member and, as you well know, as an MK soldier and an MK commander in the struggle. And the United Independent Movement was born in uh, late August, and Chad, what can I tell you? We have grown to a national movement. We have reached more than 2.6 million people. We have grown eightfold within one month. And I can tell you that the UIM is a force to be reckoned with in this year's national municipal elections where we could probably talk later about our strategy. But we are running. But the end goal is that I've decided to make myself available in 2024 to run for president of the Republic of South Africa. Those are some incredible plans, and this is the year for um, local elections, and it's going to be a very fascinating time in respect of um, the various lockdowns, etc. We know that Israel is going through elections during March, and they've already introduced a drive-by system um, for for receiving um, writing and then dropping off the ballots. Um, it's something that we seem to lag behind in when it comes to technology and planning ahead. It's quite sad when one looks at the situation with the vaccines and when one looks at the situation with regards to COVAX. And more importantly, as a member of BRICS, we're the only country that forms part of the BRICS framework that actually hasn't rolled out um, a defined vaccine program, despite what we're hearing from different areas. And I think the, 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 the time is right for the status quo to be challenged. And that's what this, this interview today is all about. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the, the, the disparity in South Africa between the haves and the have nots, the racial equality that we're seeing and how you see the UIM addressing this. We'll be back straight after this. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Thank you for tuning in to Confidential Brief on this, the 4th of January, the very first Monday and the very first Confidential Brief of 2021. Our guest today is the president and founder of the United Independent Movement, Neil De Beer. And before we went to break, we asked him a very interesting question. How does he see his movement and South Africans in general addressing the massive gap between the haves and the have-nots in South Africa? Neil. You know, Chad, someone called me uh, yesterday 
and he said, you know, you're the Donald Trump of South Africa. And I said, no, I'm the Neil Gabby of Cape Town. And I said, may I ask you, why would you say that? And he said, because irrespective of the Donald Trump attitude and what it's been, the thing that made Donald Trump, and I'm not supporting or denying that I don't like certain of the things, is that we need to talk straight in this country, chat. We need to effectively say it as it is. And entering politics, and when you sometimes look at politics in today's view, and you say the word honest, straightforward, no lie, to the point politician, that is a conundrum in so many ways that we don't have that anymore. And I'm blatant about that. It's time that we enter a country with a revival of no punches pulled, absolute truth, down the ground. And the fact of the matter is three things on your question. Our country has not seen such racial divide, such racial hatred, and such ha hatred of segregation in race. I think the last time we had this was prior to 1994, the mood that this country has gone into. And it has been apparent that our country in a racial demographic context is definitely not in a good state. Secondly, this country has been democratic for 27 years. By 2024, we would have had three decades of freedom. And the question we must ask each other without hesitating to talk the truth is, what has significantly changed for the young boy and girl who today stays in Tembisa, in Deep Slut, Kayamandi, what has changed to actually improve the mega vision life of this country to bring back the ideology of a better life for all? And thirdly, what are we doing for the next five years to ten years to change the racial demographic, the hatred between each other, the phenomenal disparity of poor and making people excited about the next couple of years to come. The only way to do that, I'm sorry, is to redo government, appoint a new state, and revive our attitude as a rainbow nation. And that's the problem the African National Congress faces. They cannot do this. They have not done this. And I'm sorry, but we have no opposition left in this country. The DA has crumbled, has become ineffective, and the people that I am the most worried about is the leftist far attitude of the EFF and the growing far right gaining actually votes and percentages in this country. So if we had to look at, at your party's founding principles and we look at, at center, would you put yourself at center left or center right? I, th I think we are definitely not an entity that wishes to harbor conservative attitudes, but conservative principles. But no doubt we have a liberal ideology of, of, of speaking about human rights that they should be, Chad. Because when we stay in a nation, I am sorry, but I'm saying it, where it seems that the criminal in this country has more rights than the victim, we really need to assess not only the review of the moral compass of this country, but also the state of affairs of our so-called 
liberal constitution in this country. So there are four things that the UIM have put down as our principled ground in our charter. One, crime. Two, corruption. Three, capital. And four, a serious Christian value and Christian principle with respect of all further religions in this country so that we can bring back the actual moral compass of this country. So I would tell her that we are very moderate, but that we have an effective understanding of the left and the right, but we are definitely not to the extreme. So there's already a party that espouse very similar morals and principles, but they've never been able to get off the ground, and that is the um, ACDP. How do we how do we take a movement that you have that already has so much support within a defined area? And I speak under correction because I'm assuming that the majority of your support at the moment is Western Cape, but I'm assuming there is support elsewhere because you're exceptionally vocal. How do you take the support and be able to to be a, to be able to express how different you can be? We've had parties come in over the years, and we've seen them gain a small percentage at the polls, be it local, be it national. We've seen them go in, and then they, they, they don't become relevant. It seems like there's, there's this need in South Africa to reward the liberators, in inverted commas, by constantly voting in the very same party that has been so destructive in certain manners and aspects. So how are you going to be able to grab the attention of the public at large? Chad, firstly, when, when we started, obviously our biggest support base started to grow in the Western Cape. But I can tell you currently, when we opened the doors of people uh, emailing us, as you know, about two months ago, we asked people to join in support. We grew within 60 days, up to 22,000 people that sent us emails. The emails currently of my staff, the server crashed. We had to reassess, put extra six staff because we're doing 132 emails since the 2nd of January, Chad. We have grown to the point in the six metros that is going to be our battleground that we have grown to support base in those six metros of more than a thousand to two and a half thousand people per province. So what we've done, and this is the X factor, we are not a political party and we must define that strategy today because people are not getting the message clearly. The UIM support the right of we the people. And we need to go back, Chair, to the fundamental principle of the power lies with we, the people, and the politicians that have let us down to the side. The United Independent Movement will be a collective of independent candidates, not a political party that will represent their ward and Chair, Here's the Eureka moment. We are going back in our structure to what we will call our own constituency-based politics. That's a huge factor because 
unless we go back to speaking in our constituencies where we come from. Artebeesburgdam, Kriersdorp, Welkom, Brakpan, Nigel, Kaapstad, Constantia, Umslanga, and PE. Chad, if we don't get local constituency-based voices, but united in a national attack against crime, corruption, and the redistribution of vital capital, we are staring in the next three years, and I know what I'm talking about, a massive economic collapse of the Republic of South Africa. So the UIM's total vision is we the people and all the politicians to your right. And fighting to have independent candidates rise, and that's the difference of the UIM, the ACDP, the ANC, the DA, the EFF, our political parties, and I'll tell you now in conclusion to this point, Chad, the political parties of this country, their time has come, the party is over, it's finished. So you mentioned that the UIM is a movement, it's not a party. Um, we do remember the ANC started as a liberation movement, went into politics um, in the early 90s, and we've seen the problems that have emerged over the years, despite um, the joy that we felt about having a truly democratically elected party taking the helm. You as a movement have mentioned in this conversation that the, those that stand for office, be it at a local or a national basis, will be standing independently but part of the movement. Does this mean that your candidates in the upcoming local elections will be standing independently or will they stand as members of the UIM? What will their placard say? Chad, the, 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 the local government election is very clear in defining the regulations of an independent candidate. The independent candidate will be standing as exactly that. An independent candidate in his independent ward within the selected metro. But the difference this time after doing massive homework and research, is that the UIM as a national movement collective will be in support of all the independent candidates registered in South Africa. We will do canvassing. We will do supporting. We will do marketing. We will give them every structure for such independent candidate. But the difference is, the independent candidate signs an agreement charter that stipulates that they will always fall in the ambit of our constitution, our charter, and all of the obligations morally that we've put out on a national basis. Chad, this is a new dawn. This is a new way of politics where we're trying to truly give the power back to the people on the ground and not to the people that have risen above the citizen and that thinks that they are better above and can break the law as they wish. And this is the system of independent candidate supported by a united independent movement that believes that crime, corruption, and the wastage of resource capital in this country are the biggest current enemies that we have. 
So let's talk about funding because that's very important. When one looks at America right now, there's a Senate runoff for Georgia. $500 million have been spent by two candidates in respect of advertisements. It has become all about money. When one looks at Silver Mapposa 17 at Nasrec, we heard that South Africa broke through the 100 million rand mark. In fact, it went into the hundreds of millions of rands that were used in terms of campaigning. And that was just for a party national executive conference. It wasn't for the country itself. Now, you want to stand in 2024 as president of the republic. How will you derive revenue? And does that mean by deriving revenue and taking funding from certain um, special interest groups, will you not be beholden to them if you were to be elected into a position? I, I think I think I can answer that clearly, but I'm going to put you on the spot. I know you know me for 30 more years, Chad. I don't think in my total period of struggle of, of, of law enforcement, of serving in the intelligence divisions, I don't think anybody, as you know, has ever prescribed me what they hell to do, even when it came down to advising senior presidents on the continent. I am a person that has always had success because I am against the grain of accepting that my soul is for sale. I am very clear that our funding, and I'm in support, by the way, of the National Bill showing where your fund resources come from. Chad, it's time that we put everything open to the public because our country has lived not a nightmare for 30 years, because there I will have a debate. We've had five entities of presidencies ruling this country in our democracy. But if I ask for funding, our funding vehicle is very, very clear. We've broken it up in three phases. We have what we call a domestic fund process, a membership fund process, and absolutely a international platform of foreign direct investment strategy for this country. Chair, this country needs money. It is currently tethering on economic collapse, and I'm not a doomsday prophet. You know I'm the last guy to switch the lights off in this country. But as an economist, as a current president of an international investment fund, what this country needs is to attack crime, stifle corruption, and get money back into this country in confidence to give the people work. Now, if people want to trade, if they want to come to the party, because no doubt you and I can't say that I can run an election without money. Money has become the principle of trade, but it's not become the principle of your soul. And the minute that you sell out, the minute that you compromise your ethic, you compromise your conscience, but more than that, you test your, your Christian value or religious value, then I'm not interested at all of going into politics. I'm quite happy where I am. So, Chad, yes, we are going to. But can I tell you, if you look at Obama and you look at Obama's campaign, which I must tell you was one of the most successful presidential campaigns that I've studied, Obama got the majority of his money, Chad, through the smallest individual 
citizenry donations ever done to a president in the world. And that's my theory at the moment. It was incredible the way Obama was able to secure funding. If one reads the book, The Promised Land, he, the volume oh. one of his biography, he actually yeah. details how he had young tech savvy individuals that were uploading to, to, to streams like MySpace. And that's where the funding came from. And it was the small funders that kept him alive because there were so many of them. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go to the social media and SMS lines and uh, check what questions are there. You can SMS us 34519 if you have any questions for Neil, or you can send us a tweet at FM. We'll be back straight after this. FM 101.9 megahertz of life. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to The Confidential Brief radio show live in Johannesburg on 101.9 FM, streaming worldwide on highfm.com. If you enjoyed the shows and you missed the live broadcast or the repeats, always remember you can go to highfm.com, click on podcast, find the show name that you're looking for, go into that, and you'll be able to download the podcast of your favorite shows. Going to social media now, from Warren, he writes, Neil, what is your vision for South Africa? Neil, that's a very broad question, so let's try keep it to, to fact. What do you see the future of South Africa, and is it attainable? Chad, I, I, I am a patriot of this country. I gave more than my adult life to the freedom of this country and still do. And the vision of this country is a dream which this country came together for in 1994 under Nelson Mandela. A country that's not divided through black and white. A country that recognizes its diversity, but uniquely its its unity, its united effort in its diversity. A country that can live in peace, a country that brings back dignity to every single person, no matter your class, and a country that can dream again, a country that can be economically viable and not tithering on bankruptcy because of the massive amount of looting, corruption, and theft. And finally, Chad, my vision for this country is that globally we are still recognized as a country that went through a massive sorrow of apartheid, but put that behind us and decided to live for the future and not in the past, but never forgetting the past. Chad, it's time that we tell our children that this country is their home. And it's not okay for people to feel they must leave their country of birth and the people overseas that are still our South Africans, that they can feel welcome to come back home. That is the vision of mine, and that is the vision of the UIM, and we are willing to do anything and everything to obtain that vision. So, Neil, one of the things that struck me during our conversation is that you want to put a face to a constituency, and that's that's very much the Westminster system, and it's something that 
we seem to have lost sight of. There's no accountability in an area for a person that's been elected to parliament. The same can be said in respect of the, the president in South Africa. It's based on a list system. It's based on a percentage system. And that is how we get to see leaders elected in this country. The only time that we actually see um, democracy in its truest form is through local elections. We see a face on a placard. We know that that person's our ward councillor. And we experience democracy by being able to phone that person about refuse issues, about electrical issues, about water issues, about potholes. But we don't see that on a national level. And this is an issue. And we don't see it on a provincial level. And that is also an issue. How do you plan on taking on this new um, dispensation where the IEC have ruled that now it is okay for an individual to stand for the highest office in the land and convince people to vote for a person and not for a party? Chad, my name is Neil De Beer and I'm the incumbent president of the Republic of South Africa. That is a bold clear, fundamental statement. And the reason I am saying to people that I can say that is three very clear reasons, Chad. One, I fight for number one. In all my business, in all my relationships, I am confidently and not arrogant clear that when I get in a racing car, I'm not declaring before I got in the car I'm coming third. So I am running for the presidency. Number two, I am a person that is a people's president. I am not elected by a constituency and put booties for borders and mighties for bikies. I am running for president because I believe that I can be accountable. I can be clear and straightforward with a nation that needs hope. And lastly, Chad, you need a person in this country that understands the struggle. Can Afrikaans and can be clear that no matter what race or demographic you're from, that your place in the South African sun is there. And Chad, I'm an economist. I run a bank. I deal with billions of rands on a daily basis in the IFA. I am very clear, if we do not get back in the saddle, and Chad, I can tell you, you are one of the most fundamental journalists that I'll call a presenter that's active in combating crime on a daily basis. You and I know, and tonight, by the way, I'm back again. I'm in uniform again tonight because of COVID. But when we go out and fight crime, Chad, crime is not a methodology of just giving it to the police. It's a community scourge, and we better get up. So my attitude is very clear. The IEC has been given 24 months, which means basically 1 August 2022, to ensure that the bill is passed. It's a judgment that an independent person can run for president. And I'm going to run on the basis of Christian value, respect of religion, all religion, clear defined strategy on international relationships, 
because as you know, one of my 10-point plans is I'm cancelling all bilateral agreements. I'm cancelling them. And I'm renegotiating with everybody for a better economic deal for this country. And thirdly, we will have to revisit government, Chad. We will have to revisit the Constitution. We will have to revisit your service and duty. If you want to become a state employee, you will subscribe to a quarterly, quarterly, Chad, in your contract, a quarterly lifestyle audit. And if you don't do that and you are not willing to subscribe, your contract will summarily be dismissed and I'm willing to go to the Constitutional Court to amend that. These are the fundamental principles of saying, and you're so right, that if you cannot take your public representative to task, if you cannot take him to be accountable because your potholes aren't finished, your municipal rubbish aren't clear, and you are not getting service, then you must be able to get up, chat and fire such a person directly and not have the system of party politics towing the party line and being forced to agree with a majority of people because they're sitting in parliament because that's become their job, not their service to the people. Neil, in closing, I have a question for you, which I think is, is exceptionally important given the current situation in South Africa, and that is the question of race in politics. How do we overcome the legacy of race in politics, and how will you convince a majority of black people to vote for a white man? You know, a very good friend of mine, unbelievably said to me over the weekend when we were having breakfast and he looked at me and we were debating South Africa's state and politics and he turned and he said to me, are you ready for this thing? And I looked at him and I said, I, I will never be ready for this. What president actually is ever ready to take over? And he looked at me and he said, you know, Neil, racism in this country and globally must end between white and black. Because they asked Morgan Freeman, how do we stop racism between white and black? And you know what he said, Chad? He said, by stop calling them white and black. This country is not only ready for a new government. It's not just ready for a new dawn. It doesn't care if the man leading this revival is black, white, colored, Indian, or any demographic. The country wants change. The country wants to go back to work. And the country wants the truth. And if it's a black man or a white man or a colored or an indigenous, they don't care, in my opinion, anymore, Chad. Poverty has no color. COVID has no selection. I'm going to take this country. I'm going to run because I am in love with the Republic of South Africa and the people of this country that deserves better. Neil De Beer, your confidence and optimism is infectious and not in a bad way like COVID. I wish you well. I thank you so much for joining us on this, the very first show of 2021. And I look forward to chatting to you again during the year.
God bless you, Chad. You're a great man. Keep going. Don't stop. And to every listener out there, may 2021 be one where we conquer more than just our defense of hope, but COVID united and standing together. And we see you in the ballot box. And Chad, thank you very much. And be safe. Neil De Beer is the president and the founder of the United Independent Movement. You can find his website online as well as on all popular social media. Next week, we will have Jana Marx on the show. She is a well-known journalist from News24 and has recently written a book about the Krugersdorp cult killings. Please join us next week. We'll be back right here on High FM, 101.9 FM in Johannesburg, streaming worldwide on highfm.com just after the midday news. We're going to play out with uh, a great song, something to get you in the mood for 2021. And it's a song by one of my favorite South African artists, Sipo Hotsticks Babusa. And it's his brilliant, brilliant rendition of Burnout. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.